The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. You're listening to the Underdog Sports NBA Show. With host Tyler Laurie and Zandrick Ellison. Brought to you by Underdog Sports. Tune in every week as Tyler and Zan recap the biggest storylines and news in the NBA. Welcome to episode 244 of the Underdog Sports NBA show. I'm Tyler Laurie and I'm joined as always by my co-host out in LA, Zandrick Ellison. Zan, how are you today? <laughs> you know I'm doing well. You know I'm reporting for jury duty. Um, and that's why I'm outside the LAX courthouse right now, but it's appropriate, right? Cause that's our job here to be the jury. How do you make your playoff picks? And you want to do a wins draft just because you've been on such a cold streak with these picks lately. Yeah. Yeah. So playoff wins draft, I think is, is a fun thing to do. Uh, obviously we're recording on a Wednesday, mainly because of your jury duty. Um, not sure if you're the one that's holding everybody up like Homer Simpson, just to sit in a hotel room and make sure your meals are paid for. But You've been uh, grinding it out uh, with whatever this case is. So we did get to see the two seven and eight games on Tuesday night with uh, the Lakers advancing in overtime over the Timberwolves and the Hawks, a pick that you very much liked and did tell me to go on BovadaSportsbook.com and uh, bet on the Hawks advancing over Miami. And then Wednesday night, uh, you'll hear this obviously on Thursday, but Wednesday night we do have the two Nine ten battles, so Toronto and Chicago, and then New Orleans and uh, Oklahoma City. Is that right? Do you, and, do you want to just throw, and for our wins draft purposes, because we don't know the eight seed, do you want to just not pick eight seed? Yeah, I mean, no eight seed is probably going to win, but yeah, we can pick we can pick uh, one through seven, like the teams that we know are in. Yeah, because we'll, it we'll seems... just do one through seven. Although, briefly, we should mention, any of those four teams you think have a chance of winning a series? I don't think so. You know, I was actually kind of like Minnesota is quite good in my opinion, like in terms of like a talent and roster construction perspective. I, I think like, I understand like, you know, Rudy Gobert is fighting Kyle Anderson and like Jim Daniels is punching walls and like, that's not good. Don't get me wrong, but like they are a talented team and I, I don't think they can beat the nuggets if they were to win. And I'm not even sure that they'll beat the winner of the nine ten game in the West based on kind of how screwed up things are there. But I do think that Minnesota is a team to pay attention to. And then I also do think, by the way, New Orleans is good. Like if, if, if Zion Williamson is, but, ever yeah, healthy, but is there a difference between, I agree. Like I think a lot of those teams, the playing teams are all pretty good. If, if, Zion, if, if, if or two, if but Zion was healthy, if, if Zion was healthy, like if Zion was all of a sudden just going to be back, for the first round, which there's no chance he's going to be. Like, I, I saw some quote today, yeah. that, like, Zion wasn't going to be back until he feels like Zion again. So, like, who the heck knows? I would say New Orleans, actually, I, I would think has a chance against Denver just because I think that team is really, really good with a superstar in the lineup. But we're not going to see that. So, yeah, no, but I, don't, that's I don't not happening. And I, I would be, you know, Miami, that's not probable call. That's not reasonable doubt. No. You know? And at Miami, no, I think, just to go to the East for a second, um, you know, I think we're just waiting for Miami to become, you know, who we thought they were going to be this year, which is like probably, a you know, a top five team. But uh, I wouldn't expect them unless Milwaukee has some real like mental anguish over playing the heat that like 
you know, they just can't stop Jimmy Butler or whatever. They're afraid of him. I just, I, I don't think Miami. Yeah. You know what I think it is now that, because we're not going to draft Miami. It's interesting to talk about them. Um, just like, you know, we, I, we were texting about Duncan Robinson. They don't want to play him. He's a terrible defender. He hasn't been shooting well. I get it. But without that extra offensive threat, it's just like they're not good enough. Like, yeah, you and that's... play Gabe Vincent and Max Struess with it, it, unless you have a top five player, and they don't have a top five player. Or, so they, or they need to get better. They Or if they're not making shots, right? Like Vincent and Struess on Tuesday night were both really bad. And not, not that, you know, Kyle Lauer is really good. And Jimmy was you know, good enough for who he is. I didn't think he played particularly well on Tuesday, but yeah, that's the biggest problem for them this year is they just haven't been able to shoot the ball how they have in years past. And so, and and then also like, I don't think Pat Riley gets enough criticism. Um, It just needs like, you could like a dozen bad signings and like the Kyle Lowry thing hasn't worked out. Duncan Robinson's giving a big contract hasn't worked out. Going back to Deion Waiters giving him a big contract, and they need to give a big contract to James Johnson, who didn't work out. It's just like Jimmy Butler, his contract might end up hurting them down the road. It's really yeah, he's real. I mean, he, he's really good. Like he's going to end up second or third team All NBA, and it's probably well deserved. But I do wonder in Miami, you know. And again, we will get to the playoff wins draft because obviously you have to go do you know some jurying. My third, yeah, exactly. What I do wonder. Joke? Your civ- what am I? What, what, what do I have to do? Civic duty. Oh, I said you were doing your civic duty, and I didn't mean shitting in the court in the L.A. courthouse. But hey, hey, now I come do here for takes and jokes and puns. Yeah, you liked that one. You were very surprised that I was able to rattle it off off the top of my head, which is rare. I don't do that. Well, it sounded, it sounded like an old dad joke that maybe you'd heard a few times. So now I'm an old. I mean, maybe I did hear it. I watch a lot of TV. It's very possible I've heard it at some point. It's not like I'm out here, you know, making up jokes regularly. But I, I will say real quick on Miami. I do assume that they'll beat. I mean, I don't know that I'll assume they'll beat either I, the, I don't the Raptors or the Bulls. I, do I don't not. know, right? Like, I have no idea. I, I do not. But I do very much wonder if it is sort of time in Miami to to have like a, a bigger shakeup. And I was wondering this. I think Eric Spolster is a really good coach, and I think we hear a ton about like Miami's culture and everything like that, but. As I sat there on Tuesday night and watched that game, I I just was thinking to myself, like, man, I just don't buy into this Miami stuff. Like, they're just not going, they're not close enough. Like, they're they're not, you know, Philly, Milwaukee, and Boston are legitimate title contenders. Cleveland looks like there's a road to them being a legitimate title contender if some people take some leaps. And, you know, it also looks like, honestly, like the Knicks are are quite a bit better than the Miami Heat from like a roster perspective right now. And I know you look at the Heat roster and you're like, yeah, they got Jimmy Butler, they got Tyler Hero, they got Bam, like, but something is just, they're just boring, right? Like, and they they just, it's this whole like, oh, we found all these diamonds in the rough. And it's like, you know what, they're just not good enough right now. So I agree if you want to give Pat Riley some some blame, but I also wonder, like, is it is it time for Spolstra? Because like, this is not, and I'm not saying to fire him. I think he's a very good coach. But I do think at a certain point in time, if you own a team, you need to look at you know, the coaching staff and be like, you know what, like maybe we just need to go a different direction. And maybe that's where Miami is now. I, I don't think they will, obviously, because I know Riley and Spolster are, are super close. And um, the the Carnival Cruise guy, I think it's Mickey Aronson, right? Like Arison, Arison, like he, he really likes those guys. They won titles together. Like, but I just, something about Miami on Tuesday night just made me think like, man, this, this marriage has probably gone on long enough. And like, I'd like to see something change there. But I don't know. Maybe that's just. I, I I'm thinking more roster, like because if Jimmy Butler, 
is your best player. You really need great shooting around him, I think, and they don't have that. I would like to see him. I said maybe, you know, they're an appealing place. I mean, if you buy into sure. culture and, and yeah. Jimmy Butler is a teammate, maybe you're not into that. But like, you know, for a disgruntled star like a Kyrie Irving or whoever, Bradley Beal. What like, did you say? You said sounds like a pretty good place to go. You said Kyrie, Jimmy, and Bam. You liked as a trio if if they were going yeah, to I do did. that. Along with Ty- one along with guy, one defensive guy, along with Tyler Hero, it's kind of interesting yeah, too. But... I forgot about Tyler Hero, or maybe they need to empower Tyler Hero and be like, "Look, we need you to be a twenty-five point a game guy." Yeah, it's it's tough because Jimmy has the ball a lot, and again, I, I will say this: like, it, it's funny, like lost in this whole like Demar Derozan like doesn't shoot threes combo convo that we've had for the last ten years has been like that Jimmy Butler has basically been a better player. He doesn't score quite as many points, but he's a better defensive player. He's a better, you know, passer. And it, it's amazing. I, I do feel like Jimmy Butler is quite underrated in the sense that, like, he's really good night in and night out, but he does get hurt. Like, he doesn't make shots late. You know, like, he hasn't had a – he's had good success in his career. Don't get me wrong. Like his teams have been good. But he hasn't had, like, a ton of success, right? But I, I do feel like Jimmy Butler has been, like, kind of perpetually underrated, like you said. If he's your best player, you know you need shooting around him. But he's actually elevated teams quite a bit in the playoffs as their best player. And so, like, yeah, I do think Tuesday night, they just were flat. They missed a lot of layups early. Like, they just couldn't get stops. Capella just absolutely destroyed them inside. They gave it so many offensive rebounds. You know, it just looked like the Hawks were younger, spryer, like, more athletic. And it's, so it just Well, was... they have a ton. We'll, we'll talk about Atlanta because they're in it. So let's talk about the teams in the top seven and do the draft because it's Okay, so so I know you're nervous about this because yeah, so not to bury not, Jay Harris. not to bury the lead here. You deserve your flowers. Uh, the results of our wins draft: Team Xander Ellison, 631 wins. Team Tyler uh, L, 599 wins. So I was uh, my undoing was the Eastern Conference. Zan, you had four of the top five. Uh, me picking Brooklyn second, uh, picking Philly first. You had Boston, Milwaukee, Chicago, or Boston, Milwaukee, Cleveland, New York, and Miami. I think five of the top seven. And that hurt me. Uh, even I couldn't get Sacramento to make up. I had Sacramento and Memphis in the West as late picks. Couldn't make up the gap for the fact that the West didn't have you know multiple like fifty-five plus game winners, right? So you ended up with Denver, who won the West, and then uh, Boston and Milwaukee. And then also Cleveland in terms of 50 game winners. So yeah. kudos to you. And I don't take a lot of, it's the second year in a row I've won, but I don't take a lot of pride in it. Cause like you said, I didn't nail it. Like I took, I think I took Portland over Sacramento. We let Oklahoma city slide to the last pick, which I don't know. It was that wrong. I and mean, who would have expected them to have a pretty good year. That's really maybe the most surprising result of the season. Um, that, and so, and Whatever, we had, we had Memphis, we had Memphis way down the list, which we probably shouldn't. Like I picked Minnesota over Memphis. You picked New Orleans over Memphis. Like that was probably both bad on both our parts. Although, you know, Memphis did win 50, what did Memphis win? 51 games, but like, you know, Minnesota 42 wins, New Orleans 42 wins. Like, yeah, they were off a little bit, but I mean, the biggest problem was like Clippers, Golden State, Phoenix, those teams only won mid forties. And so, so are you going to redeem yourself or both of us? If we never did very well, I have no idea. I mean, I think we both have been agreed. So you get to pick. Do you want to go first or do you want to go second? I'll go first. The question is, do you want a snake draft or do you want just back one to one to one to one? I mean, I want to do a snake draft because I want to have two picks. But 
feel uh, but free. But for podcast purposes, that's, I mean, probably less entertaining. But we'll Yeah, we don't do a snake draft uh, when we do it. We don't do a snake draft when we actually do it, right? I would say Bovada probably has the odds on this that you – Zandrick minus one fifty five. Given your your current, because yeah, when heat. we did the when we did the wins draft in the preseason, we went one one one. All right, one. let's do one one. You pick you pick first. That's fair. Although I did, I just think for radio purposes, so we don't have to talk too much at once. Okay. Um, All right, go ahead. If we had three people, it made more sense. Okay, going first, just to be quick. The only ones I could really debate is like Milwaukee and Boston. I think are clearly like the highest floor. In terms of like, they're very good. Are they going to win the title? I don't know. And the stats suggest Boston's better. But I'm leaning to Milwaukee for the reason of Chris Middleton. He's rounding into form-ish. And if he gets 80%, I think that's enough. Remember, they didn't have him last year when they lost. Um, So I think they're, when healthy, the best team. and I think having that one seed at least gives them a, the best chance of anyone in the field to at least make the conference finals. So Milwaukee will be my number one pick. Yeah. And I did, uh, I will have, you know, that I typed in Milwaukee for you before you went on your long rant. And then I typed in Boston for myself as the second pick. I just think they're the two best teams in the NBA. Uh, I believe I want to take a look at uh, prices right now on Bovada, but Milwaukee is a slight favorite to win the NBA title. Uh, I believe I need to take a look. I I actually didn't have it open in front of me, but anyway, I would, like I said, I would almost certainly have those two teams first. I think if I had the first pick, I would have picked Milwaukee as well, just as a, just as a heads up. But I do think, like you said, the, the number one seed makes it a little bit more appealing. I think to have Milwaukee because Boston does have to play Philadelphia in the second round, and while I do think they should be favorites over Philadelphia, and they will be, um, I would probably rather play Cleveland in the second round and feel pretty confident that I'm going to get eight wins prior to the Eastern Conference Finals if I was picking Milwaukee. Yeah. But, but I, I think, think Boston, Boston is the second it's, best it's team. Like, and almost that even. Like, I think Boston matches up pretty well with Milwaukee, too. So I think they're not afraid of that matchup. And yeah, real quick. So prices, prices to win the East, uh, Milwaukee plus 120 on Bovada and Boston plus 150. So that that sounds about right. Honestly, probably would have been reversed if Boston ended up with the one seed, would be my guess. So, all right. Okay. So, going next, the next tier, I think we would even say potential contenders. You have Philly 154 games, Denver 153, and then Phoenix. I know you're eyeing and you're thinking of the Durant and maybe Golden State title pedigree. Those are the, the field that I'm considering here. Um, I think I'm going to avoid the like upside risks and go with a team that I think has again a high floor um, is Denver, and the reason is I like avoiding the Lakers. That's nice. You're going to probably win that first round. You'll have home court in the second round. I don't know they're necessarily going to slip out of the second round, but I, I just think you know I like the pieces they have around Jokic for the first time maybe ever, you know, like, and it goes beyond Jamal Murray and Porter. It goes to Bruce Brown. It goes to Aaron Gordon, KCP. I think the ingredients are there for a title winning team. And now it's time for Jokic to prove like, Hey, I really am a top three player. I can win a title with a good team. Okay. So I'm happy you picked Denver. Um, I'm going to pick Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix currently uh, plus 190 on Bovada to win the West. They are the favorites. They are undefeated with Kevin Durant, although, as we said, it's been like nine games. They haven't really played a ton of good teams. 
I am very curious about you saying that you want to avoid the Lakers, uh, which means that maybe you were leaning towards Golden State instead of Phoenix, um, which is fine. Obviously, you can certainly take Golden State with your next pick if you'd like. But I just I do want to put this to bed. And obviously, one of us will pick the Lakers. But and we watched them on Tuesday night. Anthony Davis with one of the dumbest fouls you'll ever see. But like the Lakers, yeah, they've played better and their team is certainly like deeper. But I just don't understand this whole like, man, the Lakers have an easy draw, like, and all this nonsense. Like, I, the Lakers are not that good. Like, and and I, and I understand they won forty three games. They played really well to end the year, and like, no, you know, Phoenix won forty five games. So like, how good is Phoenix? But like, at the same time, if you're trying to avoid a team like the Lakers and you want to play, you know, Denver will get the the eight seed, which I would assume it'll be the Wolves or the Pelicans. I, I don't envision the Thunder winning either winning two games in a row, but they could certainly win two games in a row, but then they have to play either Phoenix or the Clippers, which like you think those teams are worse than the Lakers currently. No, no, but I'm saying in the first round, I think the Lakers are a little friskier than new Orleans. Oh, so you're saying Um, you're saying you wanted to not, you were considering. No, I was just looking at the first round. I'm not even looking ahead. Um, And I think for Denver, I think it's fair to say like, look, they're, they're the one seed and people act like they're a juggernaut for that reason, but only 53 wins. Their point differential is like plus three, like in a normal year, this is probably like a third seed in terms of quality. It's almost like Denver, Denver you're saying. Yeah. Denver. Yeah. Like in the NCAA tournament this year, it's like the one seeds were good, but they weren't as good as usually a one seed is. And I think that applies to Denver. I just like, I, I, you know, we have the bet on them 20 to one to win the title. Uh, I think they have a chance, and I think some of those numbers are skewed because they really put their foot off the gas at the at end. The end. They they did they certainly did do that. Like they could have brought Jokic back a little bit earlier. Like he kind of was just playing to, I would say, like keep himself relatively sharp. I do agree. Like I, I'm not saying that I don't think Denver is ultimately the best team in the West. I just I think in the well, playoffs. Phoenix, I, look, I I I like your Phoenix pick. I thought you'd go Phoenix. I it's just, and that's why I mentioned them as a candidate. Like. If they're locked in, they can win the title for sure. Yeah, and and just, their their long term health is actually probably my biggest concern here, right? Like, does Chris Paul, Devin Booker? I mean, mainly just Kevin Durant stay healthy in the playoffs? Like, if if Chris Paul goes down, like that's that's bad. But like, if Durant goes down, they certainly can't win, obviously. So, but if Durant, well, no, I think you're right. Like the long term, the long term risk is is more worrying than the short term. Like the short term, they should be locked and loaded. It's just they haven't played together, and do they fit together? They're all mid-range guys. You know, they're I, I think, not by much. I think they fit together specifically in the playoffs as we see teams play. Now, granted, I, I will agree with you here. They need to figure out that fifth starter. Nobody's really taken that mantle like and just ran with it. They do need to make some more shots, I, I think, from three. They need to change their shot profile a little bit. But, like, they are going to be the one team in the playoffs that I am very sure can score when they need to score, whether or not that's a two, right? Yeah. That's, that's, and I think the they match th- up well against Denver. Like I think they do, they do I match up really well with Denver, in my opinion. I agree with you on that. Like, cause yeah, I just, Josh, they're relying on Josh Akogi, who's been good, but do you trust them? Their depth is, I think, weak. Um, and, you know, does Durant get re-injured in round two? Yeah, I mean, that's I the know. that's the biggest thing. Can Durant make it through the playoffs? I mean, like I said, at this point, I don't even think Chris Paul really can. But 
you know, Durant just finished the season shooting 55, 40, 90. And I, I know he didn't play like he played about half a season, but like the guy is so good. And yeah, you stack games up, but also like he's missed quite a few games. Like if, if he's a hundred percent and I don't know that he is, you know, maybe we've got a little more in the tank here for old Kevy D, the Slim Reaper, as he doesn't like to be called. But anyway, go fifth pick. Your your call. And what a what a you know, it would be huge for his legacy to win. I guess, quote unquote, on his own. Although Devin Booker is really good, and I mean, this is still pretty good. I, I I'll give you here. You want you want a real hot take right now? I would say yeah. if Kevin Durant wins the title this year, I still would not put him ahead of Steph Curry on like the all time list. Well, yeah, I, I think that's fair. I mean, he really like that last year really took a hit to his legacy. I, I think so. Winning too. I think so too. Well, that's sure. a that's a good transition, my friend. Oh, are you going to take you're going to take Golden State? I really wanted to take Golden State. Yeah, I'm taking Golden State, and I don't even know they're on Bovada. They're minus two fifty to win against Sacramento, which I think is a little high. That's really that's that's really high in my opinion. Sacramento's not that bad. Right. And it kind of reminds me that series kind of reminds me of, do you, do you know Milwaukee baseball? Like they have that like freeze guy who you chase him or whatever. Yeah. The, the gimmick is no, no, he's in Atlanta. It's not Milwaukee. It's Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta. So the, yeah, the, the gimmick is somebody, an average guy gets a head start and then this really good guy to freeze runs him down after yeah. you and runs it down and usually wins. Right? It's know. actually, it's actually awesome. There's been some hilarious clips of like, there was one a few years back where a, a kid was running and he thought he was going to win and he started celebrating. And then he looked back and saw the guy was coming and the, and he tripped and the freeze beat him at the end. It was great. Anyway, go on. But my point is like, to me, like Sacramento's like the guy with the head start. Like they're already hit the ground running. Their team works. They're playing well. And Golden State's like behind the eight ball because they're trying to get Wiggins back, you know. Gary Payton's just coming back. They have chemistry issues. Jordan Poole hasn't played well this year. But it's like once they hit their stride, like the freeze, I think they're, you know, up there with the top tier of teams. Yeah, so I mean, they this are is more of like an upside play. So we have taken all of these teams, and I'm going to take Philly third uh, with my third pick. I'm going to take Philadelphia. So uh, it makes sense to do this. But, you know, Golden State, they do have the second best odds to win the title plus 900 currently uh, Denver's plus a thousand Phillies plus a thousand, but then, you know, Phoenix is plus 425, which seems really respectful to Phoenix. I, I do think, you know, Phoenix being plus 190 to win the West golden state plus 325 Denver plus 375. That, that seems to me, I, I probably would not be betting on Phoenix currently, even though I picked them. I think that they are, probably a little bit overvalued based on kind of like what their, yeah, their ceiling is winning the title. But I do think Golden State's ceiling is pretty close to Phoenix's if, if we're being totally honest. Um, and then that, that brings me kind of to Philly a little bit as well. You know, I'm not happy. That, I, I don't think they match up well with Boston. I think that's the biggest problem. Uh, they, Embiid is, you know, probably going to win MVP. You know, Harden has had an, an outstanding season that I, I think just kind of gets hand waved away because of the whole like Embiid MVP argument. But you know, Harden's been clearly the second best player on any of like Giannis or Jokic or Embiid's teams, right? Like he's clearly the best, the second best, like two A player, if you will. And uh, they need him to make shots in the playoffs. Basically, they're going to have to carry him because they're going to go through stretches where you know Boston slows the game down and Embiid's exhausted because they're going to really try to you know make him guard. They're going to really try to make him go out and transition. And and so I think Harden is really the key. And ultimately, I, I think Boston has too many guys that they can throw at Harden. But that said, 
I, I think the top end talent in Philly is is just better than anybody else I could pick here, with the exception of maybe the Lakers. And I just I just don't believe that Anthony Davis and LeBron are going to play at the same level that I think Embiid will play at. And so I'd rather take my chances with, you know, a team with I, that I think has two top ten players currently in a conference where, you know, if they beat Boston, I, I fully think if Philly beats Boston, and I, I think it's a low chance, like I, I wouldn't bet on Philly to beat Boston, but I think it's one of those like monkey off their back situations. You know, like when when Milwaukee finally yeah. like got past the second round, it was like, all right, like they're, they're, they can do this, right? And I think that's the situation in Philly. Like if they beat Boston, I think Philly's going to play super free. And I think they, they might win the title if they, you know, if they get through Boston. I'm not as worried about Milwaukee for them. But I do think Boston's a yeah, bad matchup. I think you can argue Philly is the third best team in the league, third best record in the league. I mean, they're forty six um, and twelve in their last fifty eight games. So, like, you know, they're tied for the best record, I think, with Milwaukee. So it's not like they haven't been playing great. And they have an easy first round relatively against Boston, Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, I worry I'm, about the I'm minutes little... too. I worry about the minutes. Like Embiid and Harden have played a ton of minutes. Like. Harden's up at 30, like just under 37 minutes a game and beats like 35 minutes a game. He's played like 70 games. Like, can he make it to June, Zan? Like, do we, what do we, do we, do we think he can? I, I don't know. MVP plus. It was all worth it for getting that sweet, sweet do, goal. do you think, hold on real quick. I don't want to hot take this podcast to death, but like, let's say MB does feel like he's won the MVP. Voting's obviously over now. Like nothing what you do in the playoffs matters. Like, do you think we'll see the MB that like randomly quits in a game? Because it's like, all no, right, no, you don't think so? Okay, all right, right. that's fair. Exactly. I, think, you... I think be careful, be careful what you wish for a little bit from B because it's like now that you basically talked your way into MVP, um, there's higher expectations. So if like you lose badly in the second round, like there's going to be consequences, maybe not for you, but maybe your coach, maybe Harden leaves, whatever it is. Like you want to be the best player in the league. Then go show it in the playoffs, you know, yeah, if you think I, you are. And you're I, not about yourself. I totally agree with that. I think that's the only thing standing in the way of him being, you know, I, I think right now, like Giannis is pretty universally viewed as the best player in the league. Right. And then I think there's a yeah. bunch of like, you know, what else is that one A tier, one B tier? And Seth Partner did that article on The Athletic and he had Embiid in like the one B tier. And that seems fair because, you know, he hasn't, Jokic has been better for longer and healthier, but he hasn't won in the playoffs either. But Embiid has not yet gotten his team out of the second round of the playoffs. And I think if you're going to be in that tier where people respect you like they do, you know, Luca and Dallas is a whole nother story at this point. But Giannis, you know, Durant, LeBron at his peak, like you, you have to get your team to that next round of the playoffs. Otherwise, it's really hard to view you as one of the best three players in the NBA, I think. Well, and, and not even the next round. Like, if you can beat Boston, it's a big you deal. should be able to win. The, yeah, it's you should deal. be able to win the title from there. I, I think so. Um, I'm going to go a little off the board. We, you said we disrespected Memphis in the preseason. I'm going to disrespect them again and pass on them, even though there are two seeds, 51 wins. I'm going to do a team that I think has been disrespected, another 51-win team, Cleveland Cavaliers. Man, I really did not think you would take Cleveland here. I know. No one cares about Cleveland. No one talks about Cleveland. People think it's pretty even series against New York in round one. Statistically, let me give you – I just think – Having Mobley, who got some defensive player of the year. Hold on, hold on. Real, real quick for a second. You said statistically it's a pretty even series. Cleveland is minus 220 on Bovada right now. That is not as statistic- Oh, well, I'm just saying the fans, you know. The oh, I, okay, players. okay. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I don't know. But Cleveland ranked first in defense, second overall in SRS. I think having Mobley and Allen 
is such like an advantage that no one else has in terms of defense. And then, uh, well, maybe there's the slug amount defensive team. Like, no, they also happen to have all-star scorer in Donovan Mitchell. And yeah, they're good. Garland's good too. They're good. They're, they are like a piece away from winning the title, but like if they, you know, I think they'll win round one. I don't think it'll be an easy cakewalk, but could you say that the same thing we said about Philly, about Cleveland, where it's like, if they can get past Milwaukee, which is hard, but can't they beat anybody? I mean, I think we probably should be taking them seriously. I don't think they'll get past Milwaukee. I do like the idea of having, of seeing Mobley try to guard Giannis. I, I don't think he can do it yet. Yeah. He's not He's not strong enough to do it. Uh, but it, it'd be interesting because that's the type of guy that I'd like to have to, to guard Giannis in, in a year or two if he puts some size on. But, you know, I think the biggest thing for Cleveland is like, all right, can you add another piece? And then is Mobley going to take a jump as a scorer? And he was quite good to end the year. Um, and I, I, I like Cleveland quite a bit. I was hoping to take Cleveland <laughs> with this pick because I thought – I really thought you'd take the Lakers, honestly. I don't know why. Like, so I'm just going to take Memphis and kind of back up what I've been saying that I don't think the Lakers are like truly a threat, but I am a little bit concerned about Memphis. Uh, I don't think they've been playing particularly well. I don't really want to root for Dylan Brooks, but I also, I, I have a hard time. I just don't know if the Lakers have played enough together to like really rip off four wins and Memphis is going to be a hostile environment. And like, when you have LeBron, like you have a target on your back and Memphis was really the second best team. I think Morant's going to have like something to prove. I also think that like one of the Lakers biggest flaws is still shooting and Jaron Jackson is going to make it very tough on them to get to the rim. And, and so if he stays out of foul trouble and they can't score at the foul line, like they did Tuesday night, I, I think you're going to see the Lakers really struggle to score in this series. And uh, so I do like Memphis here. And I thought you were going to take the Lakers and then I could get Cleveland and Memphis, but uh, you didn't. Well, so. if, you, if, you, if you bash the Lakers for 10 minutes, I'm not going to take them too high because I know I can potentially get I, them late. I don't, I, I don't think but, like, here's the thing. I, I don't think the Lakers are bad. I, I think they, they had a really good trade deadline. I think, their team is quite improved. Obviously, like you said, Anthony Davis, you know, is their best player and, and how he plays defensively matters quite a bit to them. If if LeBron gets hot shooting, like he's still a dominant player in the NBA, but, you know, there's still a lot of Rui. There's still a lot of Austin Reeves shooting like four for 13 in a playoff game. And Reeves is a really good defender, but like you still had Dennis Schroeder needing to like make a lot of shots. And it's one game, but it's one game at home versus a team who's missing their starting center. They're starting three man and then they're back. Like you, you texted and said like, oh, Nathan Knight's playing in a playoff game. Yeah. Cause, cause Minnesota didn't have any other options. And like, we didn't see yeah. Anthony Davis dominate that game. We didn't see the Lakers dominate at all. They had to like come back from behind and like have Minnesota kind of like lose their mind and have Anthony Edwards have like just one of his worst games of his career for them to win that game. And I, I just, I, I'm just not confident. It was like the best case scenario for the Lakers in the play-in tournament like home game versus a depleted team in a ton of flux and they they you would expect if they were really good if they were really ready to come together and start like wrecking shit that they would win that game by 25 and they they weren't like they were almost not in control in in their defense in their defense Minnesota shot really well um from three so maybe let me ask you okay so let me ask you a question is that not a like you're saying like Minnesota, okay, just like some hot shooting, despite the fact that their best player went over nine from three. Like, 
part of that is what the Lakers do, right? Like Torian Prince having open threes. I mean, obviously Carl Towns is a different guy, but like Prince having open threes, like Mike Conley having open shots, like Memphis is a better team than Minnesota. I mean, currently. But, here, but this is, I, I'll tell you what, I'm agreeing with you because I didn't take the Lakers yet. I'm just saying I thought I could get them late because, you know, there's a lot made about their new supporting cast and there's some good names there, but just judging by the play-in, D'Angelo Russell didn't play well. Vanderbilt didn't play as well as he can play. Um, they didn't seem to trust Beasley. They didn't play. I think he had like one shot. Yeah, he didn't. Made. He didn't play a ton. It's weird. Like, do you know and how LeBron so is though? It, like LeBron is going to default to like what he knows. So yeah, and so I don't know. I don't think they've really figured out how to use their pieces yet. Um, and in contrast to a team that I'm taking that I do think is clicked, and I said it before, the head start Sacramento Kings. I yeah, that's a good pick. They they, they just fit. And I think they have a shot of winning against Golden State better than Bovada suggests. In fact, one of my favorite bets on the board is Sacramento in game one is like minus one. They're minus one. Yeah, they're minus they're minus one. Yeah, and Golden State's been bad on the road. Sacramento's gonna be so amped for that game. They're, the arena is gonna be going it's Saturday night, eight thirty. The arena's gonna be nuts, Zan. It's gonna be bombing. Even if Andrew Wiggins comes back, are we thinking he's going to play 35 minutes? You know, um, so I think Sacramento not only has a chance to beat Golden State, I would think they have a chance to beat Memphis in the next round if they play Memphis. So I, I and it also hedges my bet from taking Golden State earlier. So I'm going to take Sacramento here, actually. All right, I'm going to take the Lakers then, just to just to hedge against everything that I've said that they do figure it out. LeBron gets hot, they move the championship to a bubble. And then the Lakers just roll away with it. But ultimately, it's kind of just to shore up. But I was going to take whoever you, the opposite. Like, if you took the Lakers, I was going to take the Kings. So, well, it's interesting now that I have both three and six and you have the two and seven. Two and seven. So, yeah. It's, so we're, we're both rooting for seven I, games. I would rather, to be, to be totally honest with you, I just, I would rather have Golden State on that side of the bracket. I think they should be the favorites. Um, I don't think they should be. I agree with what you said. They should not be, you know, like, minus 250 or whatever they are against Sacramento. That seems insane. But I do think obviously like Golden State's ceiling, as good as the Kings have been and, and the Kings are kind of rested. And you know, as as kind of like in flux as like the Warriors seem and the Lakers seem and Memphis seems, I do think Golden State's ceiling is the highest of those teams. Especially because we know that Steph Curry can pretty much prop up your offense even when you have been having those Jordan Poole type problems. But it, it's it's interesting. And I will say the Lakers the Lakers have a ceiling, but I, I think they need to play Beasley more. It's just like he has the trigger man that they need, I think. You know, even in the remember when they won the title of KCP, like just a little bit of a threat as a shooter. Like, as a shooter I just don't yeah. think you could trust Troy Brown and Rui. Yeah, they were playing their lineups were, were odd last night. And I'm wondering if it was just because of like how Minnesota was playing that they felt like they needed a little bit more length. Because again, like you know, Kyle Anderson had a pretty good game, you know, distributing the ball. Towns is very hard to deal with. Like Prince is a bigger guy. But like you said, they were they were small for a, a large portion of the game. And maybe they don't think Beasley can play in that game because, you know, he is a smaller wing, if you will. And so maybe they thought they need a little bit more size on the wing because they, you know, Anthony Davis gets pulled away from the rim uh, uh, quite a bit. Do you have the, the serious stats on Memphis Lakers? What do you mean? I mean, like, that's odd. That's yeah. Odd. Uh, it's a serious win. It is Memphis minus one thirty, Lakers plus one ten. Okay, because I we were talking. I'm like, I, I don't think it's that much of a coin flip. I don't think it's that much of a coin flip. No, I agree. 
I agree. I would take Memphis. Um, even though they don't have Steven Adams, they, you know. I don't, they're they better don't without Steven. They're better without Steven Adams. Um, maybe, especially against Anthony Davis, maybe. But so the teams left, let's just say of the top seven seeds we're only drafting. Um, you have the Knicks are left in the East. You have Flip. Brooklyn left. You have Atlanta Flip. left. And in the West, you have the Clippers who, you know, preseason favorite, haven't we talked about them yet. And then that's it in the West, right? That's the only team left in the West. Correct. Potentially draft. Okay. Um, so I'm debating between the Knicks, I think, are solid, could maybe win the first round. But I have to go the Clippers, even though no one seems excited about them. Paul George is probably out for the first round, and we're just penciling in Phoenix to win that series. If Paul George can come back and they can It's a great pick. If, out of it. Yeah. But he's not coming and, back. We just got to. But if they can somehow win or, you know, Durant rolls an ankle and they can somehow win, they, you know, they do have more, you know, let's see how good Ty Lue is at adjusting. You always get so much credit for that. But they have a lot of pieces compared to Phoenix. Can they maximize those pieces? You know, and I'm thinking the Clippers did win a series a couple of years ago without Kawhi, right? So they did when they went to medium ball, which could bother Phoenix, yeah. honestly. You could play DeAndre Ayton off the court. And also we know DeAndre Ayton has a tendency to get like, kind of moody and they also have durant who is very moody so you know may- maybe they just like implode if they play if they play terrence man more i think that's smart they maybe go smaller more they they bring back luke Kennard. maybe <laughs> no he's on, he's on memphis that's why i'm really excited to have memphis because i have luke Kennard, the best player in the nba all right so you have the clippers I'm obviously taking yeah. the Knicks. Uh, they're the only other team left that has a chance to win a series. I was a little surprised you went with the Clippers instead of the Knicks. I think you went ceiling instead of short term because I do think the Knicks yeah. obviously have a little bit. Well, I mean, we're talking about yeah. three wins versus one or two. Yeah, now. For sure. And and the Clippers, like you said, Phoenix has more question marks than Cleveland does. Obviously, we're kind of penciling them in. We're just assuming Durant's going to be healthy, like you said. But, you know, Durant gets hurt. The Clippers could win that series, um, but I do think that I think Phoenix is a bad matchup for the Clippers specifically, which is another reason. Like if they had Paul George, I do I don't I don't mind it, right? You got two guys you can throw at Durant, like you know you got a guy you can throw at Devin Booker. I think it's really good, but like without Paul George, you kind of got to decide what you want to do. And I don't I don't really love the idea of like Devin Booker kind of just like running amok because you know I, yeah. I, as much as I like Kawhi and I think he is still a very good defender when he wants to be, like being a very good defender and stopping Kevin Durant are two very different things. And I just, I don't know, maybe, maybe you just let Durant get his, if you're the Clippers, like maybe you just, you tell Kawhi, like, all right, you're going to chase Devin Booker around while he has the ball, or we'll put you on Chris Paul to see if like, you can deny some things. But my hunch is they probably hide him in the first half because they need him to do so much on offense. So, but I think the Knicks, you know, the Knicks, are, I think are minus, what did I say? They're plus 180 on Bobata. So like, I, I think it's, a, a relatively close series. I don't expect the Knicks to win. I do think the Knicks have some really interesting players. They've played really well. It's fun to get basketball back at the garden. I, I worry about the rim protection against them. Like I worry about Jared Allen having a big, big series, but I mean, I think the Knicks can win a couple games. I think that might end up being the most exciting series unless the Lakers make shots. If the Lakers make shots, Memphis and LA will be really fun. But uh, the other one I would well, expect I would also be this think, one. Like- Fun-wise, Sacramento, Golden State, in terms of a lot of scoring, Sacramento scores. That's true. Nobody's going to guard. That's for sure in that one. All right. Who's your last pick? Um, So, yeah. So, we either have Brooklyn as a six seed. Atlanta has jumped up to seven. 
I don't think either team's going to win more than a game or two, but I mean, Atlanta, I think has more pieces. They oh, have wow. Trey Young. I thought you were going to, I thought you were going to pick Brooklyn. <laughs> really? I just thought, I mean, I could see Trey Young having a game, big game or two. Yeah. And like a big I, game in Atlanta. Boston, Boston has defenders for him. Like Boston's not going to be worried, but maybe Quinn Snyder saw something. I haven't hoped that he's been out on his Coke binge. He came back focused, mind cleared. You can't, you and, can't, you can't say that. You can't. It's the, no, you I mean Coca Cola because he's yeah. he's, he's uh, in Atlanta. He's so sugared up, caffeinated he, up. Yeah, he went to World of Coke. That's yeah, yeah, that works. <laughs> All right, then exactly. I, and that leaves me with Brooklyn, who I am not confident will win a game against Philly. Uh, ben Simmons obviously not playing. Don't know where he is. Missing guy. Get him on a milk carton. But I, I think that the first round of this playoffs, like you said, Sacramento and Golden State has a chance to be really oh, fun. Oh, man, That's- I completely – sorry to cut you off. I completely forgot Ben Simmons was on Brooklyn. Well, he's and not. he could potentially play Philly. I mean, well, he's not. He, he, he's not going to play, but that would be that would be a lot of fun. Um, so let me it's recap. It's not a good sign when you're a $40 million player, you forget he's on the team. <laughs> well, he's not your $40 million player. But All right, so let me recap this really quickly before – we sign off and you go, uh, you know, handle some business. Uh, you team Zandrick is Milwaukee, Denver, Golden State, Cleveland, Sacramento, uh, Los Angeles Clippers, and the Atlanta Hawks. And team Tyler is Boston, Phoenix, Philadelphia, Memphis, Lakers, Knicks, Brooklyn. So my guess is whoever yeah. wins, the t- whoever has a team that wins the title, like whichever one of our teams well, comes out also, of the East probably wins. Yeah, I but. think so. In terms of our head-to-head matchups, the big series are going to be Eastern Conference Finals, Milwaukee versus Boston. Yeah, and then in round two in the West, Denver versus Phoenix, maybe that'll be. A oh big yeah, Denver, Denver versus Denver. Phoenix will be a big one. If Phoenix, if Phoenix makes the finals, I don't know, but you have Golden State too. So, like, if you you could potentially cover off on that. But anyway, uh, that is well, it for one us. One last thing, shout out. Got? Can we shout out Blake? Who Blake Jake Harris couldn't be here. He was going to repeat, tried to defend his title, and he did make a finals pick. What was it? Do you remember? Uh was, no, I don't remember. Because he nailed the finals last year in a draft in a three person draft, which is not easy to do. Yeah, he had um, he had Boston and Golden State last year. Yeah, and I think he took Philly. Yeah, he did. He took Denver, Philly and Denver. He took Philly and Denver. That would be fun. So that'd, De- be a, that'd be a split for us. Maybe we'll tie this year. Would Philly would Philly and Denver be the most fun? You have four minutes before you have to log off. Would Philly and Denver be the most fun, or would you rather see something else? Um, that's a good storyline. I just don't like Philly. I, I, I realize a lot of my playoff picks were teams I like personally. Just yeah, that's fine. You left you left me with the teams that I don't want to root for: Memphis, the Lakers, Phoenix. I don't really. Want it's to always for. fun. It's always fun to see Golden State in the finals, though. Um, the problem is, like, there's no West. Like, Philly would be the most fun team from the East just because of, like, the Embiid and Harden part of it. I think, and, like, you know, we've seen Milwaukee win. We saw Boston in the finals last year, although they're very good. But the Western Conference is – the, the Jokic-Embiid matchup in the finals would be really fun. I also do think that, like, Bucks lakers or Bucks suns again would be very fun. Like, now you add Kevin Durant to the mix for the Suns against, like, Giannis and, and that team. I think that would be a lot yeah. of fun. There's going to be a lot of fun series. I it would be weird because I, I know happy UConn won the title, even though you like to root for the underdogs. It's just like at least the world makes sense. Like okay, that was a very good team. They won the title. You know what was funny though weird. that you you said before the tournament or like after the first round, you were like, I think Ken Palm's jumped the shark. Like it swung too far in Ken Palm's favor, and then like literally two weeks later, you were like, Thank God UConn's going to win. 
because they're actually good on Ken Palm. And I was like, how does that make sense? Yeah, well, they were four. They were fourth to start the tournament. Yeah, to start the tournament. But, but at least the world makes sense. Like, it, it would feel weird to me if the finals is Cleveland, Sacramento or something. It's like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> so it would take us a minute, even though there's a good team statistically. It's just like, okay, wait, so suddenly the finals isn't the best players in the so world. So statistically, we should see – statistically, you would want to see Boston and Memphis. Those are the two best teams in each conference based on SRS. No, I, I mean, like, I think you want you want to end the year and be like, okay, that made sense, that title team. So, like, Giannis winning or Embiid winning or Jokic winning. Who's the uh, – okay, or, or Durant winning again. So, it's, yeah, Boston – When's Boston, the last time we saw – Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, When's the last time we saw a team that didn't have a top ten player win the title? Detroit. Detroit always comes to mind. That might have been Toronto. I I maybe some Kawhi was top ten. Kawhi was. Yeah. Maybe the later San Antonio win. I guess they had. They had Kawhi. Oh, you're talking about like 2012, 2013 team? Like they had Kawhi. Yeah, when they were all. They had like a bunch of like top like 30 players, if you will, probably. Yeah. That team. I think that was the only team. That team probably. That was the only team I think that did not have an All NBA player. Um, they didn't have one. So yeah. Okay. Because they were all old at that point, and you know, load managed before it was cool. That is um, true. All right. All right it, well, so that's well, it for good you. Good luck to you. Try to break your playoff streak. Not, you are the James Harden of the playoffs. I'm not. I'm not wishing you luck. I would. I would prefer to win. Um, I am. Where real quick before we sign off, you are Zan underscore Ellison on Twitter and Reddit. You can email the show Zanderkelson at gmail.com. We'll be back next week with you know some early playoff reactions. And uh, as always, Zan, it's a pleasure. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Underdog Sports NBA show with your host, Tyler Laurie and Zandrick Ellison. Tune in next week for more NBA storylines and news. 